Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Children can bring such joy in our lives, especially if they belong to other people, huh? (laughs) But there's something about children that brings a great joy. But also, two things I've noticed about children is this. First thing is they can be very gullible. We have a the head coach at Sunny Slope High School football, he has his godson with us just about every game, and he hangs out in the locker room and in the coach's office there. And one of the things we always like to do is we like to tease him because we have uh, identical twins on the team, number 12, Nico, and number 6, David. But we always like to tease him and say, no, 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 number 12 is David, number 6 is Nico. But you told me it was different. I know, you got it all wrong, you know. And we do that every week to him. And so we like teasing him because we know that children can be gullible. But at the same time, there's a great trust with children. Because how do you kick a football? How do you throw a pass? How do you be a nice young man? How do you say please and thank you? Those are the things we also teach him. And he is so open to that. And he remembers many of the things that we teach him as he looks for mentors and role models in his life as well as he has with his parents. That's what's happening in today's gospel. Zacchaeus does something so childlike, he climbs a tree. He climbs a tree to see Jesus. In the chapter prior to this one in Luke, Jesus says, if we're going to be part of the kingdom of God, We must be like children, open to learning, open to trusting, open to knowing that we don't know all the answers, but that we are open to learning new things. And Luke, on purpose then, takes Zacchaeus, a man short in stature, to climb a tree. Zacchaeus is the chief tax collector. His life then is to hire people to go and collect for the Roman government the oppressors of the people there. And anything over the set amount, he can charge. And many times, tax collectors, including Zacchaeus, would overcharge people and thus creates an intense hatred for tax collectors, being as sinners and traitors to their own people. And that's Zacchaeus' life. And so it's interesting how this short man is not allowed to go and see Jesus because he remains in the back. And yet, he decides to be childlike and climb a tree. And there he sees Jesus. And Jesus says something very powerful to him. Zacchaeus, I want to eat at your house tonight. What's for dinner? Not everyone's very happy about that. You'd figure the people would be happy for that, but because of their prejudgment and their hatred for the tax collector Zacchaeus, they're not too happy. And yet, Zacchaeus says something interesting. I am going to make up for this. I'm going to do many times over than what the law requires to make up for my sins that I've done. Now, when we translate that, we're not really sure if that means he's already doing that. It might mean also 
like what we use, kind of like, I quit smoking. When was that? At noon today. I had my last pack this morning. So in other words, you want to do that. I'm going to lose some weight. Well, I ate a cake this morning for breakfast, but starting now, I'm starting my diet. And so Zacchaeus might be doing the same thing. We're not really sure, but he might be saying, from now on, this is how I'm going to live. So whether he's doing that now or not is not important to Jesus in the sense of whether he wants to be with him. Notice the people. They keep this little short man away from Jesus. They want to determine who has access to Jesus. When you know someone's behind you that can't see, many of us would allow people to come towards the front. Come, come and see. You can see better over here. Why don't you come to the front? And the people don't do that. You know why? Because they hate him. He's the tax collector. He has nothing to do with Jesus, and we control that. And what's worse? When Jesus says, I want to eat with you, Zacchaeus, they become angry. You know, people who are in religion, including our Catholic faith, can sometimes find themselves in that same position, wanting to have control over who has access to Jesus. I think we recently saw it again in public in the news. I don't know if this is important to you or not. And I don't know whether you follow the news on that or not. But when a politician or anyone in any parish community who comes up for communion and publicly by church leadership, whether clergy or a minister, Eucharistic minister, deny someone communion. What a scandal. What an embarrassing scandal. Because what that assumes then is that the priest knows people's hearts and knows all about the life. And then in public, at that time in front of everyone, can say, no communion for you. And many Catholics pat themselves on the back and say, yes, we've protected God. we protected the sacraments. We determine who has access. And they think they're doing holy things. You know, I do a lot of things well, and I have a lot of gifts. But one of the things I can't do very well is know your life inside and out. I remember one time being at a parish visiting that I used to be at, and the pastor decided when the person was going through a divorce, and there were some difficult things, and I was aware of what was going on, didn't say anything, but I was aware of it. The pastor lifts the host up to this gentleman, a friend of mine, and just simply says, how could you come up to communion? What pain. What an embarrassment. That may not mean anything to you. I don't know. But people in leadership who get away with that cause great pain. And there we wonder why our churches are empty and why many people don't come. Because there's this fear of being ridiculed and hurt in public. And isn't it the opposite of Jesus? Zacchaeus, man, what a tax collector you are. What a sinner of someone who's so hated by the people that they don't want to give you access. And yet you're such like a child 
who climbs a tree and who's open and is willing to have Jesus in his home to eat. And notice, Jesus doesn't demand worthiness. He doesn't demand that you have to start living the right way now. He just accepts where he's at and says, Zacchaeus, what's for dinner? I'm coming to eat with you. Now, whoever comes up, the desire isn't just to make people feel happy and go, there, you belong. Now go and live whatever life you want. It doesn't matter because Jesus loves you anyway. That causes scandal too. We always preach against sin. We never want people to remain stagnant in faith. We want them to grow. And if anything you know about the homilies here at St. Patrick's, we challenge people to reject sin and to profess faith in Jesus. But also, just like Jesus, we are called to take people where they're at, wherever they're at at any moment. Giving people the benefit of the doubt rather than assuming we know you are breaking church rules. I want to tell you something about you people that I've known, and I include myself in this. None of you are living the gospel completely. None of you. And neither am I. Because you and I have blind spots in our gospel living, don't we? There are things that we fall short in. Some things we struggle with. We make poor decisions. Maybe we make the decision that we have to make up for that, huh? Maybe we're not in a valid marriage right now, but maybe you haven't heard the call yet to do that. Many times we bless those marriages, even if they've been married 15, 20, 30 years. Maybe someone's pregnant out of wedlock, huh? And yet you just try to do the right thing in relationship and saying, I, I still got to be a father or a mother, and that's the best I do, because the worst thing to do is to just neglect responsibility. Okay, you're not living everything idealistically, but Jesus takes you where you're at. But the question is, do the people of God do the same? And here's the challenge. Not to be like people who deny people access to Jesus. Oh, you can't do that. You're not living the right way. I think people do know that. And we can admonish one another. That's important to challenge people to do best, but always in an inviting way. Remember Pope Francis' words that Eucharist, meaning communion, is not a prize for the perfect. It is for the weak. That's all of us. Just remember Zacchaeus, a much-hated tax collector, a man who has sinned and was unethical and hurt many people. And yet he says, Jesus, I promise to make up for that. We don't know if he ever did or not. But Jesus wanted to eat with him. How many people have been denied in the church to receive? And yet Jesus is watching over us going, but, but Father Eric, I want to eat with that person. Sorry, God. Church says you can't. Says right in the catechism. Well, thank God for the catechism, huh? Maybe we got that all backwards. Maybe we take people where they're at with the hope that God will work in their lives and convert and grow 
and love God and people more. It'll never happen if you don't feed people Eucharist. It will happen if you call people forth and say, Jesus wants to eat with you tonight. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 